This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Hey, Final Ghouls. Welcome back to another episode of The Scream Teens. I'm Gory Corey. And I'm Lena Through the Looking Glass. And we are over the moon about today's episode because we are discussing oh. werewolves. Oh boy, we are. I was very proud of that, Lena. <laughs> <laughs> but first, that Lena, is- what have you been watching, reading, or listening to? Okay, well, um, recently I've been um, watching a lot of Disney movies. Um, yes. Because our last episodes got, like, last episodes about vampires got me thinking, you know, especially that queer coding part. Mm-hmm. And um, I started looking a lot about, you know, um, Disney and the AIDS crisis and just, just watching a lot of Disney movies, especially like Beauty and the Beast, Sleeping Beauty, and all of that. And. It's quite interesting, to be honest. Interesting mm-hmm. topic for anyone yeah. who's... Yeah. How about you? I've been going through and watching some, like, old classic movies. So, like, I watched The Big Lebowski and Eternal Sunshine. They were awesome. Ooh. I'm really liking it. It's cool. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So. I have to say, I am so excited for today's episode because <laughs> Leta and I recently found out that we were both werewolf girls in elementary school. Um, oh boy, yeah. For those of you that aren't familiar with the term, when we were younger, there was sort of this divide where you were either like a werewolf girl or a vampire girl, or you were normal, but like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> werewolf go- girls would usually like howl at the moon and claim that they were werewolves, and then vampire yeah. girls would like pretend to be all mysterious and they would draw vampire b- bites on their necks with like Crayola markers. And when I was in second grade, my friend slept over at my house, and I told her if she woke up and I wasn't there, it was because I was outside being a werewolf, and she got so scared that she woke my mom up at 3am and made her drive her home. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I would threaten, I would act, like, that's quite, that's quite the story. I wonder what her mom would have thought, honestly. I mean, like, my hmm. my mom was so mad. <laughs> Well, <laughs> rightfully so, yeah. Oh god, away. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would just, like, threaten people who would annoy me that, like, i just, like, go and eat them at night if, like, they were mean to me, which actually yeah. worked, you know? I mean, and, okay. Yeah, and I convinced a bunch of people I was a werewolf and whatnot, <laughs> so. That's awesome. It's quite crazy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's our little background on you know, yeah, uh, a little background on where we're very obsessed with werewolves. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the actual history of them, shall we? Let's just delve <laughs> into it further. So, werewolves, werewolves. So, um, as far back as you can trace it, you got this vague apparition, like you know, I'm using air quotes here, of a werewolf in like the Greek mythos. Mm-hmm. So you got. Lycaon, Lycaon, Lycaon would be. I, think I do yeah, not I think know. It's Lycaon, right? I don't. Lycaon. I yeah. I don't know. Whatever. But We're not Greek. Um, he's a the Greek god who is the, is the son of Pelasgus. Again, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, <laughs> but he's the son of Pelasgus, and 
Uh, one day he's like, went up to Zeus, you know, I think everybody is familiar with who Zeus is, like gods of the gods. That's how I remember him. But <laughs> yeah. And uh, one day he was like, Zeus, do you want to like get a meal? And I just, I just like well- <laughs> gave him a meal and it was made like from remains of like a sacrificed little child, like a boy. Well, it was, it's okay. Just- there are like eight different stories of this, but like mm-hmm. what I read was Lycaon had a bunch of wives, so he had like fifty children that he like didn't really care about. Mm-hmm. So he killed one of them in Zeus's temple and fed it to Zeus to see if Zeus would be all knowing and would really like understand. And Zeus got so angry about it because you know he's a big drama queen. <laughs> Zeus is the biggest drama queen ever. Ugh. And he turned him and his family, all of his kids, into wolves. Yeah. Just his kids had to pay, you know, guilt by yeah. association. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you, Zeus. Uh-huh. That's very cool. <laughs> I mean, it's really extra, but I admire the effort, you know. He made yeah. he made a statement. That's what matters. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Zeus made, made, made his statement. Yeah. Yes. The world's good to hear him. Even now, thousands of years after, we t- still talk about him. Turning people He's... into wolves. Just for fun. Yeah. Ah, typical Zeus. <laughs> okay. So, aside from the Greek mythos, that inspired kind of like, you know, this, this entire branch of different werewolves and all that. Um, <laughs> a lot of other interpretations of werewolves, I mostly know werewolves that, like, emerge in the, like, Middle Ages and whatnot. Do you have anything, like, from before that period, Corey? Well, I know Gilgamesh. I don't even know when that was published. I think it was before the Middle Ages, right? Yeah, that was... I would assume yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Gilgamesh, like, falls in love with a woman who turned her previous partner into a wolf. And then Virgil, who is, like, the famous poet that guided Dante through hell in Dante's Inferno, but, like, he was born way before then, um, Mm -hmm. wrote about a man who turned himself into a wolf using, like, poisonous plants. That is a really cool story. Mm -hmm. That is actually really cool. He was, like, a witchy witchy werewolf. He made, like, a little witch potion. (laughs) Dude, I think we should bring back, like, Gilgamesh's werewolf. You know? Honestly, can we bring back all of Gilgamesh? That's a great tale. Yeah, honestly. Please, someone. Movies. Movie there's movie material in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Loads of werewolf origins. Now, for the Middle Ages, my favorite time period. Obviously, it has its downsides as well, but just my favorite <laughs> time period to <laughs> look over and kind of investigate because it's just so interesting. And, I mean, I suggest you do the same, but mm, I don't know if you're a big fan of history. Um, Anyways. I am. <laughs> yeah, so... It's actually, um, like, insane. It was so metal. It was. The social historical context is just so yeah. interesting, and it kind of, like, shaped our entire society. Like, especially, like, through the late medieval, like, centuries. Mm-hmm. It, it just crazy, but I won't get into too much detail because I could talk about that for hours, and we're just <laughs> never gonna get it through. You're just gonna end up like sleeping the end of the podcast, just wake up in the morning, the morning, <laughs> the next morning after, and then I'll yeah. just still be talking. Anyways, so werewolves in medieval Europe, there was a lot of 
problems with, you know, uh, wolves. Because back then, like, wolves were actually pretty terrifying uh, to the population. Because when they starved, they just, like, you know, ate whatever they could find. And sometimes there's just wandering travelers through the woods. And so, you know, they it's ate them. Which were people's lives, pretty much. Livelihood, so. Yeah, I mean, there's so much more dangers back in the Middle Ages uh, that we, like, don't even think of today. And wolves were one of these. And there's many tales um, that just recounts them. Like, I mean, I'm... I know more about the French kind of like folk tales than any other <laughs> European tales, but there's this uh, thing that's called La Chèvre de Monsieur Seguin, which is like the little like how do I translate that? The goat of Mister Seguin, which is Ooh. this goat that goes and goes out into the mountains and just decides to to talk to to to, to just like defy her her master like you know the shepherd and just goes out in like the hill and then the wolf like gets her um yeah which is pretty sad and that reflected kind of like what happened in the middle ages because like i heard like shepherds had like a lot of troubles keeping like their their flock together and all that because wolves would just go and eat their flocks Mm -hmm. and it was just it would have like a very big impact because if they would all get it eaten, you know, during the night or when, like, one of the sheeps just, like, wanders off or something like that, yeah. uh, it would just have an impact because they wouldn't have, like, anything to eat or just, like, you wouldn't be yeah. able to provide enough. And even nowadays, um, there's still problems with, like, shepherds because there's still shepherds in France. I, I have no idea if, like, everybody's familiar with that. But, yeah, there's still shepherds in France. And so um, cool. they they actually, like really don't like wolves and they like wolves are like an endangered species in france like mm-hmm. you are not allowed to hunt them but shepherds are not really happy about that because wolves you know um kind of eat their flock <laughs> and that's not the greatest thing but then yeah. that's why like wo- like a dog you know like the little like leading dogs of the flock are here for just like scare um foxes and wolves away anyways mm-hmm. that was the well, next story I've never heard that story, but to me, it also sort of sounds like a like a patriarchal sort of like always listen to the people in charge of you, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Obviously, that was the message: like obey the people. <laughs> obey. <'Cause that's- laughs> obey. Yeah, it's <laughs> like literally most of the most of the um, folk tales from the Middle Ages was just like obey to the church, obey to like your superiors, exactly. and just like be a nice little citizen. Because if you just like. Just- Get out of the box, you're probably gonna be killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um So yeah, then, wolves were scary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's interesting looking at the history of wolves because they used to be terrifying and now it's like we're the ones killing them. I know yeah. in America we sort of like ran them out of town in a lot of places. Like you can't find them anywhere but like sanctuaries and national parks. Mm, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. Yeah, scary wolves in the Middle Ages. Uh, with that, you know, this this kind of, like, tradition built around, like, the stereotype built around wolves. Like, they're scary, the big bad, ooh, spooky. I mean, <laughs> obviously you get the, like, little red riding hood, if that's how you oh, say yeah. it. Yeah, like, evil wolf. Like, literally every folktale, the wolf is always, like, bad. So mm-hmm. that doesn't come out of nowhere. There's a reason for that. <laughs> and... Yeah. 
this reason is what is going to kind of like shave the werewolf as we know it today. This person that turns into a wolf at night. <laughs> Ooh, full moon. Very scary. Oh, yes. um, do you know why the full moon? No, why? Because um, back in the Middle Ages, as- astrology was considered as like a serious science. Really? And yeah, full moon was like that. associated with like that's so cool negative things and mm-hmm. all of that, and and therefore it's just like they associated it with werewolves because ooh, mm-hmm. full moon bad and wolf bad, so werewolf full moon extra I mean, bad. <laughs> this this might be a really stupid question, but do wolves not hell with the moon? Is oh, they do also. That- oh, okay. They- I was like, is that something that we've just only seen in movies? And we've just well, I mean, they they don't like how I I mean I'm not like I don't know how like, yeah, but they howl like they howl. you know during the night and whatnot. Yeah. It's like a way to, for them to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so cool. But yeah, it's it's um, kind of like shaped with this and like the astrology and wolves yeah. howling at the moon. Cool. I guess yeah, it's it's actually really cool. Like if you want to just look at like um, how astrology was like considered in like back in the middle ages it's really interesting and you know the bubonic plague like the astrology played a really big role in it and that's what like that's literally why there's so many people that were like (laughs) that just died (laughs) it's because like like, "Mm, astrology is a very serious science and then other stuff but mercury's just in retrograde that's why everyone's dying Mm, that's (laughs) fine yeah they thought it was like the bad earth and because of like the way the the earth was positioned or something, it oh, was bad. But yeah. Well also in so, the 16th uh, century, like during the same time as the witch trials, they had werewolf trials where they would mm-hmm. tr- accuse people of being werewolves and then they would peel back people's skin to see if they were wolves underneath. And one of these <laughs> werewolves, apparently, was a serial killer named Peter Stump who claimed that he had a belt that could turn him into a wolf, which we see in a lot of literature today. And he was also, like, a cannibal, and he would go around killing all these people, and he was also accused of being a witch. So, Peter was just witch doing what did he do? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's quite crazy. Yeah. That's, yeah, there's this, yeah, it, there's so many <laughs> accusations of being, like, werewolves, and, and just, like, you couldn't say yes, like, you couldn't say, like, no, I'm not a werewolf and just get away with it. Like, if you were accused of being a werewolf, 90% of the times, you would just be, like, burned at the stake or just executed for being a werewolf, <laughs> even though you were not. Like, this is one example of this man in Central France that was accused of being a werewolf because there's this little girl that disappeared. And he was, mm-hmm. you know, he just happened to have a house around the woods and the people were like, oh, werewolf, the people of the village just, like, pointed him out to the Inquisition. The Inquisition was like, are you a werewolf? And he was like, no. He was like, no, well, too I'm bad. Not We're gonna I torture swear. you. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. And then he just admitted to being a werewolf, you know, because he didn't want to be tortured. Yeah. And yeah, he was just executed, which was very sad. But yeah. Do you know of this very famous uh, folktale in France that's called the Beast of Givaudan? I don't know. Oh, boy, you're in for a tree. It's actually <laughs> a very big mystery. I don't think it's... I, I mean, there's there are theories as to, like, how it could have been, like, solved and all of that, but it's it's a big, like, mystery, like, as mm-hmm. to 
the resolving of it. I'll explain it to you for more context. So, in Givaudan, which is like an area in France, in central France, again, central France, loads of things <laughs> happen there. Um, there were a lot of like disappearances uh, around the small town, and mm-hmm. um, apparently, people one day like went hunting in the woods, woods and saw this big, huge beast. Like, it was like twice the size of a wolf, and it was like very scary and this like hunters got scared and they told um the people in the village that it's all a werewolf and all that you know and they said that uh they 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 eventually concluded that these this could be like the like the reason why so many people are disappearing and are found dead and all that and the beast was there and was roaming around and everybody was just so scared and the mystery like never got solved Oh, really? They actually, like, yeah, they actually don't know. There are theories, which I explain later, but they they actually don't know what it was. Oh Maybe it was huh. just a very big wolf. Maybe it was oh. actually a werewolf. <laughs> a real werewolf. Yeah. Or an otherworldly entity. <laughs> no. Oh, aliens confirmed. <laughs> yeah, but to kind of break the mood um, in here... Um, Apparently, it was this very, um, I think it was, um, landlord who disguised himself. Yeah, he disguised himself as the beast, okay? With his, like, uh, acolytes, his friends. Well, not his friends, more like his servants. He disguised himself as a huge beast and would kill people one by one. Because, like, you know how, like, the serf thing was working? Like, they had Mm. to pay taxes, peasants, and all that. Uh, and... Some people like couldn't afford it, and so <laughs> that's. I guess that was his, he was kind of mad. Wow. Apparently, and he was kind of like that. I guess <laughs> not much has changed. Yeah. yeah, I read that. Like, it's actually very interesting because it's not confirmed. It could have been this landlord because apparently this landlord was just a bit cuckoo, but uh, <laughs> just a bit weird. Um, but um, it could have been like someone else. We will never know, because it was just so long ago. And I, I thought that was like a really interesting like werewolf yeah. story. It's just like unsolved werewolf mystery. Have you seen <laughs> um the movie that just came out, The Wolf of Snow Hollow? I don't think I have, no. Okay. It's a li- it's not it's sorta of similar to that. I don't want to spoil the ending, but I, I highly recommend it. It's really good. And then in modern days, we see a ton of werewolves, for example, in Harry Potter, which is, by the way, totally horror, and perhaps has one of the most famous werewolves of all time, Professor Remus Lupin, Remus being the name of a man in Roman mythology that was, like, literally raised by a wolf, and then Lupin comes from the Latin word, Latin word, Lupinus, or, yeah, I think that's how you pronounce yeah, it. Lupus, Lu- Lupus, I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, Don't Rowling was real slick with that one. No one could have seen him being a werewolf coming. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a shock. Yes. Oh, um, no. <laughs> and we have, like, so many interpretations of them now. Like, some people believe werewolves travel in packs, like in Twilight or the Vampire Diaries. Others think there's, quote, lone wolves that travel alone. Um, and then there's a question of, like, how the transformation happens. Is it painful? Do their bones, like, snap and break? Is it a quick transformation? Do they turn into full-on wolves or, like, wolf-human hybrids? 
or do they mm-hmm. turn voluntarily or involuntarily during the full moon? So many questions. So many questions unanswered. I think we should have like an interview with a werewolf. Yes. That's if any I werewolves should... are listening, please we would love to have you on the show. Yes. I mean, if eleven year old me was there, she would have like definitely joined this. <laughs> we'll go back in like, time. Just like, yeah, mm, it's yeah, me, yeah. I'm the werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they have like the same thing as uh last episode we talked about like vampire sanguinarians i wonder if yeah. they have that for werewolves i mean there's, i'm pretty sure isn't it like there's a disease that makes you think that you're a werewolf and you go a little like crazy on the full moons so many diseases that's odd. i know yeah i mean um, oh there's this form that would be like a bit like similar to people th- thinking they're werewolves i mean you mm-hmm. got like this you have the other kins <laughs> oh the other kin. You, do you know? Do you know that? I don't, like, think, I don't think so. You don't? Oh, oh, furries. They're not like furries. I think like furries are the people who like wear oh, wait, costumes. Wait, wait. And then no, other no. kin are people who like, you, you know that oh. meme where he's like, on all on levels all except all physical? physical. <laughs> Bark. That's that. other kin. Okay, that is by far one of the best vines of all time. It is. Like, props to whoever made that. <laughs> but it's it's great. Yes, okay. So I guess those are... That would probably be the closest thing. There's also something where you, like, grow excessive hair on your face. I don't know if it's, like, really real or if that was just something that was in Scream Queens, but it's... It, they call it, like, werewolf syndrome. Werewolf syndrome? Yeah, I don't know. It's hypertrichosis, I think I'm saying that right. Hypertrichosis. Interesting. I've actually not heard of that. It's, I mean, (laughs) I only know about it from season two of Ryan Murphy's Scream Teens, or Scream Queens. That's our name. Um, Yeah, that's our name. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) And then there's also the question of, like, what kills a werewolf? Because originally fire wounds, but nowadays it's silver bullets because silver supposedly, like, poisons wolf DNA. But uh, mm-hmm. I personally really like the interpretations. Like in MTV's Teen Wolf, there's a family of werewolf hunters, and they're called (spoiler alert) the Argent family, which means like the Silver family. And then yeah. I love the films and 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 like the TV shows with the trope that are like, yeah, a silver bullet in the head's gonna kill us because it's a bullet in the head. Like it'll kill anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's like. And I, I wonder why specifically just silver bullets. Like, it's interesting. I think it has something to do with, like, the purity of silver or something. Mm-hmm. I've heard of this. So the this is just, like, oral tradition, so don't, like, quote me on that or anything. But I've heard, like, um like my grandma and uh, a lot of, like, old people I know who really? told me that. Yeah, that, that like... That you would kill, like, werewolves with, like, a silver plate? Oh, yeah. Or, like, a silver, like, silver on, like, a walking stick or something. A silver cane. They say pretty much silver. But I know silver plates. Like, I just imagine, like, someone just throwing a plate like a frisbee and just cutting off, like, a werewolf's head (laughs) off. They throw it and the werewolf catches it in their mouth like a dog and then they're like, haha, that's silver. (laughs) (laughs) We got you now. 
<laughs> that would be actually that'd be so fun for like a movie. Just yeah. like just I could see that happening in like Scooby Doo. Oh my god, that'd be! <laughs> I actually would want to like see that again. Yeah. Like, okay. So speaking of Lena, what was your first exposure to werewolves? Oh, my first exposure to werewolf. I actually have written um when I was like eleven. I have written uh, a, a small little like essay on how what my first exposure to werewolves were. Really? Which I have taken here. Oh my god! You still have some... it? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's in my old tablet, and um, I have taken it here. Okay, it's in French, so obviously I'm gonna have to translate it, and I'm not the best at that. But okay. uh, to resume, to resume it. Um, my first introduction to werewolves was the the book that was called Goosebumps. Uh, yeah, I don't know the Goosebumps series, series, yeah. And it was uh, werewolf at werewolf neighbors. How would I translate that? The neighbor, my neighbors neighbor are werewolves. Door. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it was like I remember the <laughs> the family name of the werewolves were Malwins or something, <laughs> and. <laughs> Like, and that was my first exposure to werewolves. And then I started like reading like the all the werewolves goosebumps. Like there was like um, a werewolf in my house, or just like mm-hmm. I actually don't remember like the. It's not sit like it's not like cited in here, but there's a bunch of like other goosebump things I started reading. And then obviously there was Twilight, and I was like, yeah, this is really cool, very epic. And um, I just, like, started getting really into werewolves and, like, just wolves. I, like, a bit of, like, TMI here, but I would wear um, epic fur coat <laughs> and just pretend oh. I was a werewolf. That's so like, funny. I would wear a fur coat and just was like, I am a werewolf. It was. I yes, must have been, like, that's... nine or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And I have friends listening to this podcast just <laughs> it's too late hello guys <laughs> hi guys yeah so yeah i used to do that as a kid it's too late i mean i understand <laughs> that wearing a big fur coat and pretending you're a wolf i mean That's i wasn't like- alone in my friend group like yeah. i had uh, like two at least two other friends who also thought they were like werewolves like <laughs> oh so you had a pack <laughs> i had a pack yeah <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, a uh, pretty crazy friend group I had there. <laughs> and oh, there's the Monokai princess. That was a big thing. I still have like a huge poster of like the Monokai princess hung really? on my wall. Yeah, like it's just in front of me right now. And that was a big thing with werewolves. I just love like Molo, Moro, I don't know how to mm-hmm. you say it, but um like the the alpha wolf. I just thought like she was really cool. I was like, I aspire to be this wolf. (laughs) That was like what I aspired to be as a kid. I mean, I'd be disappointed now because I'm not like you know, I'm not an alpha. I'm not an alpha wolf. Um, (laughs) So just I'll be like, sorry, sorry, kid me, but you're not an alpha wolf. Like you're just a human. (laughs) You're just a person. But it's okay. Story, story of my life. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and you, this, like, what was your first, like, actual proper introduction to werewolves, and, like, how did you get into it? Okay, I have a lot to say on this, so just oh, buckle up. Um, My first exposure to werewolves, I had this Alvin and the Chipmunks DVD, and it was, like, a two-part series that was Alvin and the Chipmunks meet Frankenstein, and Alvin and the Chipmunks meet the Wolfman, and I refused to watch the Frankenstein one, because the Wolfman is clearly superior, and I watched it over and over again as a kid um theo who's like the really cute wholesome chipmunk turns into a werewolf and alvin and simon have to save him um and then i became obsessed with wolves and all things werewolf and it was around the time of twilight and wizards of waverly place as well oh um so i of course watched those nonstop. and then there was there was this movie on nickelodeon called the boy who cried werewolf that i still watch every year um <laughs> Victoria Justice turns into a werewolf. Brooke Shields is in it. She has an insane accent, and she says that Britney Spears is very obviously a werewolf. Um, and it is on Netflix. Duh. It's one of my favorite movies. It's wonderful. Um, and all of those had this trope of like werewolves becoming really cool in high school, like after the transformation, which also happens in the Teen Wolf series. Like they all get really muscly and like popular and everyone's in love with them and i just i love that trope and we also see that in ginger snaps um which yeah. is fantastic and then i got in i um i got into monster high which was like monster high was so good i monster high was i'm not gonna deny it but it was like pretty good for a kid's yeah. show that was one of my all-time favorites and there was this character named claudine wolf who's a werewolf she was my favorite she was like super obsessed with fashion and she was very cool and her brother claude was a werewolf and he was dating her best friend draculaura who was a vampire whoa it was just all around the time <laughs> story yeah right? i remember my mom gifting me like a claudine like yeah. Halloween costume on halloween oh my i was God. like i was claudine oh. for halloween too Welcome to the club. Yes. (laughs) Mary, please do go on. Um, that that was that's about. I then then I got into like ginger snaps and all that kind of stuff. Um, which leads me to my next topic: werewolves are sort of like a representation of puberty in a lot of teen werewolf movies. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very obvious. Yeah. Um, we see that with Ginger Snaps, we see that with both Teen Wolves, uh, we see it in most all werewolf movies, I would say, and they all, most all of them have that werewolf glow-up trope. Um, Mm -hmm. and then, this is sort of unrelated, but there's this song on 30 Rock called Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, and it's- Oh, I know that one. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah. Boys becoming men just and men becoming up. wolves. <laughs> just, just look it up. It's just very great. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's like when like about like werewolves being like representative of puberty. Like it's just like I just love how like everything has evolved from like the yeah. past to now. It's just you have like this dude whose name is like Aeon. It's just like. Here you go. There's my child as dinner juice, and then and juice now, is angry. Two, what was equal like representation of puberty, which is <laughs> and now it's like, oh, ex- I'm so bad at lacrosse. Oh wait, I got bit by a wolf, and now I'm good at lacrosse. Wow. 
crazy. And it's like, it's also very metaphorical, you know, the entire, like, puberty, going through puberty yeah. thing. Because, like, I mean, if you take, like, certain aspects of werewolves, like, they, when they turn, it, like, it just, like, hurts them. Hurts them. And, like, if you want to take them, like, you know, take that, like, into your interpretation, it's just, like, it hurts you, like, kind of, like, um, everything you've known before just, like, changes, Completely. and it, it, it hurts you in, in some way. It's just, like, mm-hmm. a big change that's very shocking, and same for, like, the world was just turning into a werewolf. And the fact that you can't control it as well is yeah. also reminiscent of, like, you know, you can't control, like, your home hormones or just, like, you growing up. Like, you can't yeah. be like, you know what? I'm gonna stop growing up <laughs> and just, like, Stay right there. Yeah. Nope. And well, e- even like that. literally, like they, their hair grows and they get taller and they eat more and like they yeah. completely change. Which is a, which is literally what happens when you're like <laughs> a ne- when you're like a up, teenager. Yeah. It's just like eat tons. Hairs are he- everywhere. Like <laughs> and and just like you, you get taller and uh, and whatnot. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that sort of brings us into an American werewolf in London. Um, the the special effects in that were like honestly still to this day are insane and amazing and I'm in love they, with like they, yeah. I mean the way that, that movie shows the werewolf transformation is just still to this day the it- coolest. Yeah, and it was revolutionary for its time. I mean, I can't imagine yeah. just being, like, in the movie theater and watching it. I mean, back then, people would have been so scared. I, I'm i so jealous. I really wish we could go back in time and, like, see it. Yeah, just go and, like, sneak into a cinema. Like, we just yeah. build a time machine just specifically <laughs> just to, watch to watch a movie movies. back in, like, <laughs> their era. That would, that would be great. You know, yeah. great invention. Take notes, scientists. Take notes. <laughs> We, we got great be, ideas. We wouldn't be able to change anything, though. As oh yeah, no, we, we butterfly effect. Yeah, just make sure. I mean, we all know what happens in Back to the Future and any <laughs> movie that happens <laughs> when you go. That. Yeah, when you go back in time, no one wants that. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't be like Marty. I mean, <laughs> Marty didn't really do anything for him, but yeah, <laughs> he was more of a victim. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, whatever. And I think Twilight really transitioned us into this more modern age of werewolves mm-hmm. being like super cool and like yeah, in like teen popular kids in high school, you know. Yeah, and and also it's like this this antagonism between werewolves and vampires. It was just like emphasized by Twilight mm-hmm. series. Twilight series brought us a lot in terms of like it really you know, was like, even if you don't like the legends it yeah. was revolutionary for sure it was i mean i mean you could say like oh i don't like twilight because i'm cool and well, like, i don't like that kind of stuff obviously it has a lot of problems but like you can't deny yeah. that things like the hunger games would never have been started without it yeah like it's it's just a big part of our culture, whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's... You know, Twilight is... is it's You know, people wouldn't think, think that of Twilight. They'd just be like, oh, Twilight, that weird movie. 
that actually well, got like inspired huge... by Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh god. Well, <laughs> I'm was... not like a huge fan of it. I will say, I think everyone studying horror and movies in general should have to study Twilight or at mm-hmm. least its impact because it really did change the yeah. way that everything works. Like pretty much every movie involving werewolves or vampires after that involved some kind of wolf versus vampire. We see it, it in was... the Vampire Diaries. We see it in the in Wizards of Waverly Place, The Boy Who Cried Werewolf. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a big thing. Yeah, it's it's just like created a po- pattern, and you see that in like other stuff as well. Like I don't know, like have Tolkien's movie, uh, not movies, Tolkien's books, just yeah. Lord of the Rings, and like all like nowadays, like you have a lot of fantasy novels that are just all based around like Tolkien's like fantasy yeah. I mean, to novels bring up Harry and all that. Again, like Harry Potter would not have been possible without Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I mean you gotta. It it's just like whether you like it or not, it's just a part of part of our, our it's culture. Part of story, the storytelling history, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes it is surprising, I admit, but it's like that's you know just how it is. I wouldn't watch it for the story. I would just watch it to have fun and <laughs> yeah, yeah, just for like film culture. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't read the books honestly. I- I was not a fan of, I tried to read the books and I just, like, four pages in, I was like, this is a little too much sexual harassment yeah. for me, like, mm, I don't Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of, like, romance novels and all that, really, I just, I just read, like, historical, like, mm-hmm. books and, like, fantasy books. But and I will say, time, very old fancy books but yeah <laughs> all i no mean i also only read old books like i don't know old books are the best yeah i will say though twilight did bring horror sort of more into the mainstream than like i think mm-hmm. it ever has been before when you think about how that was probably the most popular horror series of at least book series of all time almost everyone mm-hmm. has read it or seen it you know yeah, and it and I mean it. It wasn't all positive. There was this then after like this big no, wave. No, it wasn't all positive. Would, yeah, people who wanted like pretend to be vampires and werewolves. <coughs> Me I and that that is I'm I'm assuming what led to the werewolf girls and and vampire yeah. girls, right? Yeah, yeah. I and think then now so. now there are also witch girls, but like those are just people that wear a lot of crystals. <laughs> yeah, and also like. This is foreshadowing our next episode, but which is yeah. just a way of like it, it. It's been turned into like a political tool in some way. Not yeah, feminist tool. Mm. Feminist tool. Yeah, that would be like it's just a voice for something, and like which is a very different from like very different from any other like folk like myths and legends. Yeah. Uh, it's like vampires, werewolves, witches are just like an entirely different topic. Mm-hmm. Well, what's also interesting is that werewolves and witches sort of go hand in hand a lot of times. Oh, um, they do, yeah, yeah. A lot of people think witches like curse people to be werewolves, and then in other interpretations, like in the Vampire Diaries, werewolves and witches are seen as like really natural creatures that are like one with nature and mm-hmm. the earth, like. Loves them, and then vampires are like monstrosities that live forever. Yeah, and they're the worst. 
yeah, vampires are very, like, material. Yeah, and vampires are, like, very materialistic. And just, like, this druid-like, earthy werewolf-like caves. Yeah. It's... And, and, like, you see that, for example, like, Sabrina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the new one, you don't see that much, but, like, the, there was, like, I an know. animated one I used to watch yeah. that... Oh, I like that Oh, show. her best friend was, like, a wolf. Ooh. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that was a great show. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, my whole experience with werewolf movies has usually been on, like, the... Disney Channel, Nickelodeon side. Um, we got a lot of good werewolf content as kids. We were very lucky. Mm-hmm. But lucky I will is say, an overstatement. <laughs> well, we were fortunate to get that when I feel like they don't have as much of it anymore. Yeah, no, werewolves are just not that common anymore. We do not get enough werewolf movies. Um, we need more. Yeah. I'm calling for more. Please. Please give Please. us Please, like, we're werewolves. tired. Vampires are cool, but werewolves are cooler. I'm Vampires sorry, are great, but... but, like, we need some more wolf movies. And honestly, if you wanted to give us more stuff with vampires versus werewolves, that would be fine. Just, it has yeah. to have werewolves in it. <laughs> yeah. Werewolves there's, all the way. There's a series on Netflix called The Order that I think has werewolves in it. I haven't watched it, but... Oh. Yeah, I've seen, like, a trailer of it. Mm-hmm. I've not spotted any werewolves, but um, <laughs> we will see. We will see. Yeah. On the hunt for werewolves in movies. <laughs> we'll start we'll start a, a little mini series that's just us trying to find modern werewolf yeah. movies. Just like On a mini like though, watch the wolf hunt. of Snow Hollow. It's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Anything else you want to add? Um, no, I think that's it. I think I spoke as well. I spoke. Right. I, I spoke. Yes, I spoke. I spoke <laughs> for like forty-three minutes. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I have this is a good episode. I, I really like this episode. I love that episode. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's do the outro. Wait. Uh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I always forget the outro. I okay. I can be like, "Thanks for watching," and then you can continue. Sure. Anyway, you guys. So, thank you for watching the Scream Teams. I'm Gory Cory. And I'm Lena through the looking glass. And we'll see you next time. Stay spooky. Ooh. The Anatomy of a Scream, Pod Squad.